If you're in the tri-state area, tune into Q92.9 FM this Friday to hear Mary Mack on the air with John and Rachel from Yajagoff. Mary Mack will be on in the 7 o'clock hour to promote the Pittsburgh Irish Festival. That's Q92.9 FM at 7 p.m. this Friday. Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. This week on the podcast, we're making fresh tomato pie, which I am so excited about because I have been looking for this recipe for years now, ever since I ate some fresh tomato pie at a lovely restaurant in Lidditz, Pennsylvania, that was called Tomato Pie. And I'd never had anything like it. It actually used fresh red tomatoes in a savory crust with a sort of a a bechamel topping on it, baked and browned up, and it was just so good. So ever since I've been looking for recipes, I could never find one. I still never found one that was exactly what I wanted. But I found this one that was pretty close, pretty darn close. And I thought, okay, I can work with this because it had the instructions I needed It didn't have the same sort of topping that my fresh tomato pie had at the restaurant, and it did not have a savory crust, but it had the tomato part of the instructions, which was what I was kind of looking for. Like, how do they make this so that it's a little bit thickened in there? And, you know, because tomatoes are kind of juicy and, you know, how do we do this? So I tweaked the recipe, of course, and gave it a little bit of my own touches. And what I come up with is the pie that I had in the restaurant, and it is really good. This recipe, I suspect, but I'm not positive, that this recipe or this idea for a fresh tomato pie, I believe, originated in the South because all the recipes you find have mayonnaise mixed with cheese spread on the top. And I realized that mayonnaise is one of the five classic French sauces, but I just could not imagine putting cheese into mayonnaise and spreading it on top of tomatoes. It, I couldn't do it. I could not do it because I just thought it was too weird. I'm sure it might be good. And maybe even that's what they had on my tomato pie, but my entire being fought that. (laughs) So, Well, that's like when you said that we were going to record a podcast about tomato pie, I was a little bit appalled. Because <laughs> I I wasn't thinking like savory crust. My brain went right to like an apple pie, but with tomatoes. Hey, and it was like, what? I found that pie though. Why? While I was looking. Why? Oh no, it's green tomatoes. They take, okay, I'm that's, sure. That's like one level worse than uh, <laughs> oatmeal raisin cookie when you're expecting chocolate chips. Can you imagine? If you saw a pie and you're like, oh, that looks like a delicious apple pie and you bit into it and it was green tomatoes. Oh, listen, I I would I would mutiny. That's right. (laughs) For me, that's right up there with the old Ritz mock apple pie, which, you know, we'll never go into that. We might talk about it someday, but it's not going to be made. But this pie used green tomatoes and sugar and cinnamon and nutmeg and baked into a regular two crust pie. And it was, and I'm like, why would you, okay. Why would you ever? Why would you not even just use apples? Like, is there somewhere where nothing grows but tomatoes? So you're forced to use green tomatoes to make 
a sort of a dessert pie. Is that is there a place like that? It Maybe. feels I like don't a know. dare. Like why would why would you ever make this unless you were dared? Oh, to? it might be one of those. We're going to use up everything in this garden, and all we have left is these green tomatoes. You know, <laughs> one of those kind of things. I don't know, but I I was let that was like what in the world. So I passed that one by, but I found I found one that told me what I needed to know. And like I said, I tweaked it a little bit. My first tweak comes with the crust. And you remember many times on this podcast, we have talked about the classic Betty Crocker pat in the pan pie crust, which is a great pie crust for anything. You, It's great for a quiche. It's great for a fruit pie. It's great for this tomato pie. And what it uses is flour and oil and salt generally. And the oil works as your binder. And then you add water to that. And then it forms these little balls of dough. And you dump them into a pie dish and press them into place and make a crust. And it's actually, it makes a decent crust. It's not necessarily flaky, but it is tender. I remember I had a friend told me one time they couldn't eat a pie crust made with shortening because it gave them heartburn really bad. And I gave them this recipe and they loved it because they could again eat pie crust, you know, because you're using oil. So there's a good thing right there. So what I did was I took that basic pat in the pan crust and I made it savory by adding some additional herbs to it. And it came out really good, very flavorful. And I also used olive oil in it, which gave it great body and flavor from the olive oil. So it made it really terrific crust. And I think this crust would be great to use with any sort of a pie or quiche or like a savory pie. I think it would be wonderful for that. So here we go. You need one and one thirds cup of flour, a third cup of olive oil, a half teaspoon salt, a fourth teaspoon pepper, and then you need just a pinch each, like maybe an eighth teaspoon of each of these granulated garlic, granulated onion, and basil. And you want to blend those herbs in well with your flour and your salt and pepper until they're mixed in well. Add your third cup of olive oil, and you want to stir it until the flour absorbs all of that olive oil. And then add one tablespoon at a time some cold water. And you want to add enough that the mixture begins to form into larger balls of dough. You don't want to have a big glob of wet dough, but you want to make it so that it forms into larger balls of dough. And then, like I said, you just empty that into your pie dish, spread it around evenly, and use your fingers to press that into the pie dish and make a crust. And it doesn't take very long. It's pretty quick. It comes together pretty quickly. And then you can set that aside while you're working on your pie filling. So what your pie filling is, is going to be about two pounds of paste tomatoes. It's, that's about, I don't know, eight to 10 tomatoes. And paste tomatoes are the ones that look like, uh, well, like Roma style of tomatoes. They're a little bit egg shaped and they have a lot more flesh in them, not as much water, moisture. So you're going to need about two pounds of those. You're going to need, in a small bowl, you want to mix two tablespoons of flour with a half teaspoon of dried basil and a half teaspoon of dried parsley. Mix those together, set that aside, and now you're going to prep your tomatoes. So you want to wash your tomatoes well and remove the stems in any spots. 
Then you're going to slice those into quarter inch thick or even a little thicker slices. Once you have them sliced, you want to drain these on paper towels. So what I did was I took a big rimmed cookie sheet and I put paper towels in the bottom and I laid all the tomatoes out, not piled up, you know, lay all the tomatoes out and kind of press them into that paper towel and then get another big piece of paper towel and put it over the top and press it down on them and let those suck up the water for about a half an hour while you're doing everything else is the best way to do it. Do that first, okay? Now, you have your flour mixture. That's going to be sprinkled onto your tomatoes when we assemble the pie, so we can just set that aside. Now, here we go. This is the bechamel recipe that you're going to use to make the cheese sauce that goes on top of the cooked tomatoes. And what I did was I got everything ready to assemble. I had my tomatoes drained. I had my pie crust prepped. And then I made my bechamel so that I could just put the pie together and put that right on top. So here's what you want to do. In a small pot on the stovetop, over medium to low heat, you want to melt one tablespoon of butter and then add to that one tablespoon of flour and whisk in until the flour is absorbed into the butter and you've got a little bit of a paste going there. And then gradually add a half cup of milk to that and stir that until it's well blended and begins to thicken over your medium to medium low heat. Once that starts to thicken, you're going to add one cup of cheese. And the three cheeses that I used were mozzarella, provolone, and romano in equal amounts. And I cut up into smaller pieces so they would melt faster, you know. Uh, the mozzarella provolone uh, and the romano was, of course, grated. And I put that in to the bechamel once it started to thicken up. And I just stirred and stirred until that melted. Once it was really close to being completely melted, I turned the heat off and removed the pan from the heat and just set it there and let the cheeses finish melting and stirred every once in a while. Then I began to assemble my tomato pie. So here's how you assemble it. You remember that bowl of flour I told you to mix up that has basil and parsley in it? Sprinkle a little bit of that in the bottom of the pie shell. And I would say if you want to sprinkle about a third of it or a quarter of it in the bottom of the pie shell, that would be great. Then put a layer of sliced tomatoes in there and get it in there nice and tight. And then sprinkle some more flour on top. Sprinkle about half of what's left in your bowl on top of those tomatoes. And then put your next layer of tomatoes and make sure, like if you have to cut some of them in half to get it all the spaces, that's fine. So put your next layer of tomatoes on. You're only having two layers of tomatoes. When you get that top layer on, sprinkle the flour all over the top of that. And now get your nice hot bechamel that you made and stir that up again and just spread that over the top of your pie. And it'll spread pretty easily. It's kind of weird, like it stretches out of the pan, you know, but you can get it to go where you want. And once you get it all on there and spread around pretty evenly, now it's ready to go into the oven. You want to bake this at 400 degrees for 30 minutes, which is like the exactly perfect amount of time. I couldn't believe it. The cheese will become all brown and bubbly. The tomatoes are hot enough that it cooks them, but they don't collapse because they're paste tomatoes. So they hold their shape fairly well. And I'm not sure exactly how it happens, 
but that little bit of flour that you put in there and the bechamel kind of form a team and suck up all the juice out of the tomatoes. So you have this very nice, dense tomato pie. And it's, I was expecting it to be like runny, but it wasn't at all. It worked perfectly. I was so excited. Now you want to let this cool for a little bit before you serve it because it is very hot. And tomatoes, I don't know what it is about tomatoes, but if you freeze them, they never want to thaw. And if you heat them in the oven, they never want to cool off. So this took, it took, I made it for supper and I'm telling you it probably sat 45 minutes before I even cut it because I was afraid it was going to be so hot. And it was so good. It tastes almost, almost pizza-like, not pizza-like, but almost. It, it's such a good flavor with the crust being savory like that. And then the tomatoes and there's some herbs and spices and the tomatoes and the flour and everything. It all worked together to make this really delicious, savory pie. And it was so nice. We had it for supper and it was just like the perfect thing for supper on a summer night. It was really delicious. So I was, I'm so thrilled that I now have a fresh tomato pie recipe. I can't even describe the thrill that this is for me. <laughs> and I hope, I hope you give this a try because it's very good. And we're right in the part of summer right now in Western Pennsylvania, the Paste tomatoes are really just starting to come on really, really good now. So you should be able to find some at your local farmer's market, or if you have any gardeners around you that have tomatoes, everybody will have them now. So this is a perfect time to make it, and I, I really think you'll like it. If you're a tomato lover, I think you'll really like it. It's just so good, and just let me know. I, I really want to hear if you try it, because I'm, I was so excited about this. Oh, I feel like a big goofball, but anyway... <laughs> Um, I hope you give it a try and let me know if you do. And make sure to check us out online on Facebook as Mary Mac Bakehouse, on Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse and Mary Mac Podcast, on Twitter at Mobile Mary Mac, and on our website, MaryMacPodcast.com. Thanks a lot for listening if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you. <laughs>